Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Fearless Generations with Gary Sayer and Kelly Fox. Hello and welcome to Fearless Generations, 12 Steps to Freedom. This is Kelly Fonk and I am super excited for tonight. It is the introduction night of our 12th step, which is love. And I'm super excited to get started on talking about love and all the different aspects of it because you know Introduction night means anything goes. We're talking all things love, and I am looking forward to this conversation. So let me bring on my beautiful co-host, Terry Sayre. How are you doing tonight, Terry? I am doing well, thank you. It's been a lovely, restful Labor Day, which is kind of an oxymoron. But anyway, I've rested today and <laughs> I'm off from labor, I guess. <laughs> Anyway, it's a, a special holiday to honor our workers throughout the century. So I'm doing great. Glad to be here. Yes. Yeah. I am happy to have you here as well. And we have a new guest coach for you all tonight. So please welcome Cora Naylor. Oh, thank you so much. Excited to be here with you, ladies. We are excited to have you. So, Cora, please tell our audience, what is it that you get to do and who is it that you get to serve? I work generally with women as a, an emotion code practitioner. So what I do is I help women release uh, negative trapped emotions that can lead to or contribute to things like negative self-talk, limiting beliefs, um, relationship issues, weight issues, money blocks, all that kind of stuff. Awesome. Love it. Yeah. And who do you love working with the most? I like working with um, women entrepreneurs because I think a lot, a lot of them that I meet, um, even they might look on the outside like they got it all together, but they often on the inside are doubting themselves and have other stuff going on. So I really like to help them the most. Yeah. Oh, that's, yeah. that's great. I, I, I your... Uh, well, I'm just going to say your assessment, I think, of, of entrepreneurs, women entrepreneurs is right on because being one myself, it just, you know, confidence and exuding confidence as you're working with your clients and marketing and doing uh, videos, it's important that you, you know, you behave with confidence. You know, you, you portray that value that you're bringing to, uh, to the arena but there's always that creepy little fear of self-doubt that gets in there because you're not, you know, you're not going to a, a job that's that's structured, you know, you're you're not doing a nine to five, you don't have a lot of the same um, securities that you have in a in a job uh, that has insurance and a steady salary and all that. So it's even though you're passionate about what you're doing, there's still that, oh, is it going to be all right? I mean, so I think that's great that you, you work with, with women that um, are out there living their passion and sometimes doubting um, their success or their financial security. And they, it's almost always limiting beliefs that get you there, right? Oh, for sure, for sure. 
And um, with the emotion code, we have another thing called the heart wall, which often Mm -hmm. is another thing and that it can be to do with love or other things, but you can have a heart wall with the world in general, with yourself or with other people or even potential clients. And that can um, stop you from having the relationships that you want or being connected to people in the way you want. So it could be as far as love or other ways. Mm. Awesome. Awesome. So, yeah, so we'd love for you to share with us, what does love mean to you? Um, Yeah, I guess love can be a couple, I guess, two different things because it can be something that you give to others and some, but you also need to receive too. And I think mm-hmm. receiving for a lot of people is even harder than giving. Mm-hmm. I would agree. Yeah. I and agree. it doesn't matter whether it's love or other things. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. Because I, you can't receive love unless you first love yourself. Um, yeah. And so I think it definitely is easier to give love, um, even if it's love attached to something, um, which we do if we also don't love ourselves, um, than to receive it. So I agree with that statement. How do you support your clients or yourself with um, with receiving love or with um, whatever may be um, in the path to love? Um, well, I think like you said, that the first thing is really important is to love yourself. And I think that's one thing like self-love and self-respect. And one thing that often we don't spend much time on, we, we spend so much time, you know, worrying about our families and everything else that's going on. And we tend to put ourselves last. And yet if we spent a little bit more time on ourselves, then we'd have more to give. Um, and there's so many different things you can do. So with the emotion code, the main thing I do is to, first of all, release any heart walls that you might have with yourself or the world in general and all the close relationships that you have. Awesome. Tell me more. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, um, well, like uh, Dr. Bradley Nelson is, is the chiropractor that invented the emotion code. And basically he says, when you have a heart wall, you just may not be able to give love as well as you might because the love energy that is here, this is in your heart. It just cannot get out. So we have to release that wall. And once you release the wall, it's really interesting how all your relationships shift. So how you people will connect with you in a way that you they hadn't before, and it's very subtle. I know that's what happened to me when I had one, and I had a heart wall, and then I also had a hidden heart wall, and that's really common to have mm. both of those. So over the years, as you have different events, um, it's you know if you don't process emotions as you're going through things, then you you know your heart just starts collecting all these emotions to protect you from something else in the future, right? That's what our subconscious is all about. So if we don't release those at some point, we can never have those relationships because, um, you know, our subconscious is so strong, it's just trying to protect us. So we have to break those mm-hmm. walls down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, uh, yeah, that's kind of like, you know, I'm, I'm thinking uh, when you say heart wall, 
I'm trying. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to relate that to to my own uh, processing, and I think if I hear you correctly, so I'm. I don't want to say something that's not accurate, but as we experience fear in our lives, we put up all kinds of of protections. Well, that's what fear does. It wants to protect us. And that's what creates this this wall. Then the experiences we have, the relationships we have that that have been fearful or have brought up fear of rejection or fear of failure, uh, you know, fear of not being good enough. That that builds that wall. Is that is that kind of what you're saying? Yeah. Any it could be any emotions from any events or you know if you have you're in a relationship and it doesn't work out, then mm-hmm. you know those all those emotions can pile up and create a wall and then mm-hmm. just keep getting bigger and bigger. Yeah. 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 That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. And then you could subconsciously even have a wall against like as an entrepreneur, as with your clients or potential clients. And maybe that's why you're not attracting the people that you want to attract because of past events and that have created this wall. And it just doesn't, it just doesn't let people come to you. Mm-hmm. Really interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very interesting. Want that wall. Sorry, what was that, Kelly? What did you say, Kelly? I said, Kelly? well, we don't want that wall. No, we don't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. If yeah. you can think of a wall, wall, wall as a way of protecting yourself, I think as well, that's one of the reasons that we build up those walls is to protect ourselves, uh, you know, from from being hurt and yet what happens then is it holds all that hurt inside and keeps uh love from others coming coming through to uh you know through the wall so it's like it keeps your your limiting beliefs your hurt your pain inside and keeps everybody's love and concern and support for you on the outside and kind of like that that's the wall um yeah it works both ways yeah exactly exactly if everybody could delete their walls, they would be really great. It would be so open out there. It would be amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And, and living in the, the moment. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, go ahead, Kelly. Do people ever build up walls against themselves? Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, you can have a wall kind of with the world in general. You can have a heart wall with yourself. You can even have a body wall which is, you know, how you perceive your body image and then with specific people. So you could have one with, you know, every person in your family, all your friends, um, different ones with different people, for sure. Crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, so it's nice to how do that. You support your, how do you support your clients with loving themselves more? I mean, there's a lot of different things. So first of all, is releasing that heart wall for sure with the emotion code stuff. And I do mm-hmm. use a lot of other coaching tools too. And, you know, like really love Mel Robbins' new, the high five habit. I don't know if you guys are mm-hmm. familiar with that one, with the high mm-hmm. five in the mirror. Yep. I mean, I, it sounds so weird when you first start doing it, but it's amazing what it does for you. If you can get in the habit of, you know, giving yourself encouragement and looking yourself in the eye in the mirror. It's a very powerful tool. Yeah, yeah. I just read that book probably, uh, probably a couple months ago. Uh, one of my groups that I'm in did it as a book study. 
And I I really like her. You know, I, I took two things from her that I added to my my already morning routine because I have a morning routine that's really supportive. But I added the high five in the mirror and I added the putting my hand on my heart and saying, I am here, I am safe, and I am loved. And yeah. that really supports me. I don't know if you're familiar with positive intelligence as well. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, and you do these what they call PQs. Um, and putting my hand on my heart on my anywhere where I can feel my pulse brings me back into the here and now and really supports me. So when she, so I added those two, two little steps from her book, the high five habit. And I just love them. I mean, like you said, you would think a simple thing like that wouldn't make such a big difference, but, but it does. So that I also put that into my, my little toolbox as well. Yeah. I love that too. And you know what? I haven't been doing it again and I can tell, when I stop uh-huh. doing it. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's good. Yeah, how about you, yeah. Kelly? I have heard about it because Terry's been talking about it. Um, but And we also have an exercise where um, we call it mirror work. So we look ourselves in the eye and we tell ourselves that we love ourselves um, and that you do it every time you pass a mirror, even if it's... Um, you know, really quickly you pass another mirror or you pass the same mirror again, Um, you stop and you tell yourself that you love yourself. And um, that's the the practice for the month, actually. And I feel like um, when I was first given that exercise, I was at a workshop and I found myself avoiding leaving the room because that's where the mirror was. And so anytime you left the room or came back in the room, you had to do that. And um, I, like, avoided leaving the room. And uh, so it was a, a huge awareness for me of, you know, like, why why is this um, something that I'm avoiding doing? And, um and so I started making a point of of doing it and, um, you know, after I got home, still doing it and getting to the point where I could look at myself in the mirror and say I was beautiful um, and uh, really think it and really feel it. And, um, you know, it really changed how I thought about myself. So I think it's... Um, I think it's really important work to do. Yeah, it's so interesting, isn't it? Because we look at ourselves in the mirror all the time, but we're not really looking at ourselves. Mm-mm. Yeah, or mm-hmm. we're nitpicking everything we see. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like we're not looking and supporting ourselves or saying anything nice. When we are looking in the mirror, we're always saying negative things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. yeah we're going to flip it. Mm-hmm. When I read that book and I thought, now she says, do it, do it when you're, you know, not at your best, right? Or you're, you get out of the shower or whatever. And I thought, oh boy, okay, I'm going to do it. And so I kind of laugh and I just, you know, bang that mirror and say, you know, give myself a high five and say, you've got it, girl. And I don't know, it just, it makes me feel better about myself for sure. And where I used to not, I would not look in the mirror when I first got out of the shower because I wanted to go get my underwear on and get dressed before I do that. <laughs> now I just fall in. 
I love you, girl. <laughs> and I find myself. And I mean, that just that in itself is a big thing when it comes to self-love and self-acceptance, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's amazing, and you don't really think you can support yourself that easily on yourself. You know, yeah. you, you don't mind doing that for other people, but doing it—it it seems like such a small thing, but like it, it's amazing how much it can make your day better for yourself. Mm-hmm. Like you don't have to get that input from other people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot, a lot of funny stories and neat stuff in, the, in that book. I really liked it. I, I listen to it when I, um, I walk every day and I listen to a book while I'm walking. And so I listen to that book and she's, she's, she reads the book and she's kind of, she's very, very funny and, uh, you know, a good, good presenter. So I really enjoyed it. I felt like I knew her after I had listened to her for five hours reading that book. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. She's pretty funny. I like her. That's yeah. Good yeah. Is there is there a tool that you use that you would like to share with our listeners um, to support them in accessing love more? Well, one of the things I was going to share with them is with the emotion code. Um, generally, how we do it, we have a chart, and we use muscle testing to determine um, which emotions on the chart are the ones that are causing us issues. Um, so what I was going to share with everyone tonight is one of the little things I like to do for negative self-talk. There's a, a commonly one of the emotions that comes up is self-abuse. And so anyone can do this. If you ever, you know, start talking negatively to yourself, you hear that little voice in your head that's saying, you know, you're not worthy, you don't have what it takes, you don't deserve it, whatever comes up for you, you can take a magnet. And it can be any kind of magnet. doesn't have to be anything fancy. It can be something just off the fridge. And what you do is you want to swipe it over your head. So the governing meridian goes from your nose down to the back of your spine. So as long as you swipe that anywhere over, so I usually just go like over my nose and down the back of my head and do that three times with the intention to release the emotion that's causing you to have that negative self-talk, that'll delete it out into thin air for you. Huh. But you go over and there might be other there might be of course other emotions involved, but sometimes that's just the one you need or if you're, you know, nervous about giving a talk or something and you can just say, Okay, you know, I'll just set that intention that you want to release these in any self abuse emotion that's causing this nervousness about the talk that you're having. And it might just give you that little boost that you need right of confidence right before you go. I like it. Mm. Yeah, I haven't it's heard that cool. one before. So. Yeah, and you can go. Yeah. I have a, um, if you want to see it on my website, coronaylor.com, I have a video that explains how the emotion code works and it shows me doing the swipe. So if you're not sure how to do it, it's not, it's not an exact science, but I have something on there you can take a peek at. Okay. Yeah, that would be fabulous. And definitely, um, we'll give you time at the end to share your contact information. Um, mm-hmm. But um, also feel free to put uh, put that in the Facebook group um, so our listeners can have a quick, um, easy one-click to it so that they can see it. Yeah, okay, yeah, for sure. You can do that. Yeah, that's so interesting. Yeah, I don't 
think that I've heard much about um, emotion emotion code, correct? Mm-hmm. Um, the emotion code, yes. Yeah, and so um, I'd I'd love to go and watch that myself and just see more about what it is and um, you know another way of supporting myself and uh, releasing um, you know those things that do not serve me. Yeah, for sure. And that's one of the things that I do love about the emotion code is that you can do it on yourself. Some, you know, healing modalities, you you need to do it on somebody else. But with this one, you can do it on other people or you can do it on yourself. So you can get the book. It's called The Emotion Code by Dr. Bradley Nelson. Um, Take a read through and he gives you the basics on how to do it. Right from there, you can start doing it on yourself or on other people. If you take the course to get certified, then you get a little more in-depth into it. But um, reading the book gives you the basics to, enough that you can do it on yourself. That's awesome. What brought you to that? What brought you to that point of, of reading the book and, and wanting to get certified? Um, I actually worked with another practitioner, and I was just always really intrigued by it. And I took uh, my life coaching course. I got certified through CTI. When I was done, I thought, you know what, I'm just going to add on the emotion code. I just thought it was a good fit with it. But I actually really love doing that even more. Um, I just mm-hmm. think it's just a quick and easy and non-invasive way to help people release trapped emotions. And you can do it on people or animals. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Yeah. Very cool. And I don't need to know any backstory. You don't have to remember anything that happened to you. Um, and we can still release stuff, so it's cool. Sometimes I'll to say what age the, you were when the emotion was trapped, and that might bring, bring up a memory for you. But I don't need to know what the story was. You don't have to tell me, and we can still release the emotion. And they figure the average adult has about two or 300 trapped emotions. Yeah. Most of, us, yeah most, most of us weren't taught how to release emotions or what to do with it. Generally, we were taught, you know, tamp it down, get over it, move on blah, blah, blah. So we haven't ever really been taught how to release emotions. Quite true. And I think it's because we don't know how. We can't teach the next generation. Yeah. Yeah. It's just um, how, do, how do perpetuate yeah, do it. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Terry, so what, um, do you have any questions for Cora? No, I think I already asked my questions, but it's been really interesting. I'm going to uh, go watch that video as well as maybe look up some inf- other information uh, to have that uh, capacity for myself and and look into uh, the emotion code. Where I'm always looking for new things to learn and new ways of looking at releasing the fear that we have and, and just uh, being able to move forward in the here and now. And so I'm excited for what you shared with us this evening. Yeah, thanks. It's it's a really interesting process. And like I said, it's, it's quite amazing what you can do with it. And look up muscle testing because that's one of the um, techniques you need to learn to do it. There's lots of different ways of doing muscle testing, but that's how you communicate with your subconscious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. 
Well, Cora, we're getting towards the end of that time. Is there one thing that you would want our listeners to walk away with tonight about um, love, self-love, receiving love, giving love? Well, like I said earlier, I think it's really important to make time for your self-love and things that bring you joy. Um, You know, if we don't make the time for it, it's not just going to happen. We can't look for that stuff to come from outside sources. We have to make that time for ourselves. That's Mm -hmm. true. Terry, how about you? Yeah, I I think this has been really an interesting uh, talk this evening, conversation. I think that for me, um, we mentioned it and that self-love is how everything in Fearless Living we talk about, it starts with ourselves. So when I began my search for myself, um, the the part that was missing in my life uh, was self-love and self-acceptance. And so when I was able to to understand that that was what was keeping me from really living the the life that my soul intended for me to live and was really keeping me from authentically loving others, not loving people out of duty or responsibility or expectation, but truly loving people was when I recognized the the necessity, the actually the commandment from God to love myself. And then that just opened up a, a floodgate of being able to give love and receive love and to be vulnerable. And it didn't happen overnight. I had to practice a long time learning to really trust, trust others to be vulnerable, trust myself to love, trust others love for me and receive it. But it was the beginning. That was definitely the beginning of my transformation to where I feel joy in my soul and I'm living my passion and purpose. And it all started with that recognition that loving myself, accepting myself was the key to having that joy in my life and to be able to give and receive love authentically and freely. And so I think we we did mention that once or twice in our conversation, but I'd really like to leave that with our listeners tonight when we talk about love. Love has so many different layers and so many different expressions. But I think primary to our ability to love ourselves, love others, love God, love the process of living, um, it's necessary for us to value ourselves and know who we are and appreciate and love ourselves. So I just, that's what I'd like to leave with everybody tonight. Yeah, thank you, thank you. Cora, we would love to give you time to let our listeners know how to get a hold of you. Um, and if you have anything that you would like to um, share with us about something you have going on or, or anything like that. Yes, that would be awesome. Um, I do uh, do a Facebook Live every Tuesday morning at 11 a.m. Pacific. So I'll go on and talk a little bit about the emotion code and offer to do um, free live demos with people if they have anything. We do a little bit of a different topic every week. Tomorrow it's going to be um, food cravings. And then I'm starting a um, free virtual co-working group, and that's going to be geared towards women. It could be entrepreneurs. And it's going to be probably starting in October. I don't have exact dates yet, so feel free to email me or contact me through my website. 
Um, and how that's going to work is we're going to do a little bit of networking, we're going to do some co-working, and then a little bit of brainstorming at the end. Um, before we do the work, I'll be releasing everybody's emotions around whatever project they're going to be working on, whether it could be business or it could be a time to do self-care because a lot of entrepreneurs especially don't take time to do their hobbies or other things, so it doesn't necessarily have to be around business. So they can awesome. reach me either through awesome. my email, Cora at coranaylor.com, or my website, coranaylor.com. Awesome. And you can feel free yes. to put that information in the Facebook group as well so that our awesome. listeners can uh, know about that. Do you do the Facebook Live on your main page or in a group? It's and no, it's on my personal page, on my business page, and on YouTube all at the same time. Oh, fancy! Mm-hmm. All yeah. right, <laughs> go check that out. Sounds very interesting. Um, yeah. we thank you for being here with us tonight. Thank you so much for having me. That was awesome. Yes. Well, we want to remind you all that the 12 Steps to Freedom were created by Rhonda Britton, the CEO and founder of the Fearless Living Institute. And if you would like to know more about Fearless Living, please go to fearlessliving.org. If you want to know about Terry and I, please go to fearlessgenerations.org. You can find everything there from the last eight years of this podcast to our current upcoming workshops, our group program the classes that we do, everything uh, Fearless Generations that you would want to know. It's all right there for you. So we thank you for being here with us each week. We appreciate it. And we are excited to be in the month of love. We ask that you go forth and love yourself more and more each day so that you can more freely accept love and give love and have love in your life. So until next week, everybody, be fearless. Thank you, Nora. Bye, everyone. Thanks. Thank you.